You're listening to Excellence Above Talent, a podcast where we have the hard conversations about the lives of men and what leads us to achieve greatness and suffer defeat. Hear from other men's journeys as well, as we all learn and grow together to become inspirations to ourselves and those around us. And now your host, Aaron Thomas. What's up, my beautiful people? Aaron Thomas with Excellence Above Talent. So, today is a brother's birthday. I am now 36. And what a difference a year can make. I kind of just want to do an update, give y'all an update of what's going on in my life. Uh, kind of what happened uh, last July 1st and then uh what's happening now it's not even close how different my life has become it's not even close so last year around this time i was in cancun living it up with my ex-wife we we wasn't happy uh and i i understand and knew that and so i was hoping that maybe this trip could or would help you know us gain closeness and create a space where we could figure things out and uh where we where we could like grow and you know continue to try to make this relationship work but cancun i think was the tipping point of it all there were times where some of her friends would you know walk up to her and say hey like i love you and that made me feel some type of way like what does that mean but i guess she was carrying the the weight of being unhappy on her face and i was just trying to to make it through honestly we got back to odessa and we had we had an argument and i was talking about divorce and she was like i want one like go ahead like i don't want to i don't want to be with you anymore and we had had these conversations before so i didn't think it was true I thought maybe there would be a chance. And so I went out of town that weekend. Um, I told her I'll start looking for apartments uh, because she said she was 100% through and I didn't want to be around someone who doesn't want to be around me. And so I went out of town and came back thinking, okay, you know, maybe from this space that, you know, we had that things would kind of go back to how they usually do. When we have these conversations, but at this point, she had already talked to her family and friends and she was 100% committed and I could not do anything other than to move out. So eh, I think around July 19th, maybe, uh, moved out, you know, heartbreak, heartbroken, you know, it sucks. You don't, you know, you always hope that you didn't want to be a, a statistic. Half the marriages don't work in this in the U.S. You don't you don't want to be the half that didn't, uh, but I was the half that didn't, and so it sucked. I for the first maybe four months wild out. I went crazy, drinking, partying. Uh, I had paid off a truck. I turned it into Carvana for some money. Got a BMW which I couldn't afford. 
I got a credit card. I just I was just doing like dumb things. Uh and I was doing it for in the hopes of surrounding myself with people essentially that, you know, like the party side of Aaron, but like the other side where he was trying to get his life together, they don't really like too much. And so I uh I struggled for about four months and I did something very stupid. Like we were very early on in this divorce process, I I jumped on Bumble and started talking to a female and there was a a boys and girls club banquet and I took this woman with me and Erica was there and it was just a hot mess. Like I knew, you know, we had just maybe a month and a half, two months. She was like, I want a divorce. And I was just kind of like, I don't know, out of spite, being immature, took someone else with me and it, it, it was just dumb. It was one of the dumbest decisions I could have made, uh, because it's, it was hurtful. It was hurtful to Erica. It was hurtful to, you know, the person I took. It's just, you know, again, I was in like a immature, petty type of feeling. And so, so that happened. Uh, and I, again, I just, I was just partying club after Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday club after club. Strip club, like it, I mean, it, five, six, seven o'clock in the morning. It was just like a all week thing. And then in October, I finally, you know, was like, okay, enough's enough. I had to get my life back together because I was, I'm still helping people. I'm still working with young kids. I'm still trying to, you know, help them figure out their lives, uh, while mine is deteriorating. And at, at the same time, I had a contract with the workforce. And we were doing the work for us, working with, you know, with kids, uh, helping them get into schools and, uh, getting a GED and things of that nature. And then in that process, the workforce canceled their contract, uh, which kind of killed a lot of the money that, that I thought was going to be coming in. And I just put in my two weeks at the crisis center of West Texas because I wanted to focus more on the workforce, uh, contract. I was going to put all my effort into that. And so without, you know, the crisis center, without the workforce contract, uh, I had like the, the gig economy. Uh, so I was doing Uber, Uber Eats, DoorDash. I was doing whatever it took to, to survive. And that's exactly what I was doing, just surviving. So before we started talking about divorce, me and Erica were making well over a hundred thousand dollars a year. Uh, you know, I had, you know, card paid off from my bills as far as like credit cards and stuff were paid off or getting paid down. I had, uh, we had had a, bought a house. Uh, you know, we had all the things that a person could ever want. And then in a split instant, it was all gone. I didn't want the house or I didn't want anything from the house. And so I essentially had to start over, uh, with no nest egg, living paycheck to paycheck, didn't have, anything saved up and so and then i partied a lot of it away you know whenever i did make money i I did i did party i partied i partied i partied i I drunk a lot and so i struggled and i'm struggling now but i'm in a better place uh in this struggle i understand it it happens i've been in the struggle majority of my life uh, and so this is something that is motivating me to, you know, kind of get my life back on track and get it together. Uh, 
but it sucks. I won't, I won't lie and tell you that it doesn't. It sucks, you know, having money in your account and going on trips and, you know, being at a house and, you know, having, you know, things paid off to like, you know, the bill collectors calling you talking about where my money and I'm like, uh, when I get it, you get it, boss man. That's essentially what it is at this, at this point. And at, for a time, I was embarrassed. Uh, I was upset. I was frustrated. I was mad at myself. But I'm in a place now where I'm moving forward and I'm trying to figure it out. I can cry and be embarrassed and be ashamed and, you know, do all, do have all that, uh, negative thought space. Or I could, you know, just keep pushing forward. Just everything's going to work out the way it's going to work out. It's not always going to be this way. And I know it, and so I just continue to fight for it. Um, but divorce sucks. Uh, it just, man, it just takes so much out of you. You, I honestly thought that I would be back with Erica within a year. I really did think that. And we tried a couple of times, maybe twice. Uh, the first time we tried, uh, it just, I, you know, I didn't feel the energy. I didn't feel like it was something that she wanted to do, and so... I let her be. And then the second time she reached out, um, you know, after I had signed my final, she said she'd try to make it work. And we tried. It didn't work. So moving on. Like, I'm done. I believe she's done. There is no going back. This is what it is. Uh, and I'm okay with it now. I'm okay with all the negative, that, all the negativity that comes with it. I'm okay with people thinking what they want to think about, you know, me or, uh, all of that because at the end of the day I'm living my life I'm trying to be the best I can possibly be I'm not worried about anyone else and their thought process and you know them wanting to be better than me and all that crap like it doesn't matter uh, but, I, but I've also realized and understand that I would rather be in this place where I am mentally and emotionally and physically happy than in a place where on the outside, it looked like everything was going great, but on the inside, it was just complete and total chaos. I, I would never want to live that life. It's just, it's so fake. It's so, it's just so fake. And living a fake life, is kind of, it doesn't kind of. It does put you in a space where you have to always show up and be present or fake like you're present in places where you, you just don't care with people that just don't care about you and you don't care about them. And I, I did that for a long time. I I tried to be what society said I should be, but that just left that left me broken and hurt and frustrated. And so this year, again, it has been crazy. From being married to making, you know, well over a hundred plus a thousand dollars a year, you know, going on trips, you know, just you know, eating out and dinners and bars and to, you know, when my next meal is going to be. And I'm not homeless, y'all. Like, I'm good, you know. But it's, you know, if I don't work Instacart or DoorDash from time to time, then, yeah, I would 100%, you know, not be able to eat. But I am I'm blessed that I'm in a spot right now to to be able to build back up. Like, it's not, I'm not in a negative space anymore. I'm building back up and the person that I'm building into 
is going to be the best me yet. The woman that gets me when I get my stuff together, there is going to be a level of maturity. There's going to be a level of understanding. There's going to be a level of grace that I have now learned in this year. So the first, you know, five months, yeah, I, I, I wasn't learning anything. I was just, I was walling out. I was hurt. I was frustrated. I was angry because I, yes, I, I did do things in the relationship that should have never been done, but I did put my heart and soul into trying to make that relationship work. I put my heart and soul into it and for it to not work was, was heartbreaking. And then, you know, working, trying to make it work twice, I put my heart and soul in, in those, in those, in, in that, when we tried to make it work as well. And it didn't. And it's just, it breaks you. And each and every time we tried to make it work and it didn't work, it took that much longer to try to get myself back up to where I needed to be. And I simply can't afford to keep doing that because there's a lot that I'm trying to accomplish. There's a lot that I am trying to do. I am trying to change the world. And if I can't change the world, at least I will change myself. That is my goal. That is my mission uh, now. And so that's kind of where I'm at. I don't have a lot of people that I can talk to. And it's not like in a negative way. I mean, it's not like I'm, I'm lonely or sad. It's just I'm at a place where if we can't talk about real stuff, there's not a whole lot that I can talk with you about. I recently went on a lunch with uh, a woman and we sat down and we were talking and it was refreshing because it wasn't like, what was your favorite color or, you know, what do you like to do for fun or, you know, and those and that that's that's all fine and dandy. There's nothing wrong with these those questions, but it was just like the realness of it, like there was real talk that was happening and I just. You don't experience it a lot. You don't experience it enough. And those are the people that I'm trying to now surround myself with. I don't want to be around people who are fake, who are trying to do what society is telling them to do in order to to look good for a society that doesn't really give a damn about you or anyone that's in your corner. Um, and so I'm at a place now where I'm, I don't feel like beat down or broken. I don't feel... Like I'm not enough as a man because I wasn't able to to protect and fight for my marriage. I am at a place where I'm not where I want to be, but I I am where I need to be in order to go where I'm going to go, if that makes sense. And I'm excited about what this next year holds because from 35 to 36, there's a lot of brokenness. A lot of breaking down, a lot of self-work, a lot of dealing with my demons and my past. And I know that God has something in store for me uh, this year around. Uh, 37 is going to be such an amazing year. 36 is going to be such an amazing year. I was trying to be negative and be depressed you know, people keep, you know, when they ask me, like, what are you going to do for your birthday? And I'm, and I keep telling them, like, oh, well, I had this, this and that. And I was doing this, this and that when I was 35. And now I'm here. 
but I am going to fight that anxiety, that depression, those negative thoughts, because I am here. I am loved. I am wanted. I am needed by the people that that want and need me. And that's where I want to be. And if that's two people, well, then I fuck with those two people. Right. Like, it's just I, I, I'm not trying to look for anything else other than people who I can connect with and they can connect with me. So a year honestly can make a difference. A second, uh, a minute, an hour, I can, can make a difference. And I, and I know that. And so I'm not going to, uh, you know, beat myself up or cry over what's already done. It's done. I can't take it back. I can't take anything that I did back. All I can do is learn from it, move forward, and be the best possible person I can possibly be. And that is my motivation. That is my drive. That is what I I plan to do, and I'm going to continue to do because I'm going to change the world. There is no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And again, if I'm not, if I can't change the world, I will change myself. And then within changing myself, that's changing the world. So if anyone hasn't told you today that they love you, let me be the first to say I love you. You're awesome. You are amazing. You deserve the best that this world has to offer. Do not give up. Do not quit. The world does not get easier, but you will get stronger. Y'all have a great rest of your weekend. Enjoy your 4th of July. And y'all have a good week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. And for daily motivational and up-to-date content, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Excellence Above Talent. And remember, keep moving forward, never give up, and you are never alone in this battle. We'll see you next time.